All right, we've got a huge show for you guys today. We're finally back in Washington, D.C. at the Capitol Hill Studios of Turning Point USA. But first, before we get into that, I want to tell you about the Student Action Summit that's coming up. I know I've been talking about this. You can use promo code POSO. The link is in the description. You get your 25% off. That's all caps. Tampa, Florida. July 22nd to the 24th, we've got the full list of speakers announced. Folks, you want to be there. President Trump speaking, Governor Ron DeSantis, of course, Charlie Kirk, Kaylee McEnany, Senator Hawley, Senator Ted Cruz, Donald Trump Jr., Jesse Waters, Pete Hegseth, Dr. Ben Carson, Kimberly Guilfoyle, Senator Rick Scott, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, Congressman Matt Gates, And that is just the first list of people that have been revealed. More names are going to be unlocked as we go through. But that also means that fewer and fewer tickets will be available. Go secure your access, secure your seat now, tpusa.com slash sas, 25% off general admission with promo code POSO, all caps. And while you're there, go donate as little as $1 to get Charlie Kirk's new book, The Conservative Response to the Great Reset. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today's June 7th, 2022, Anano Domine. We are back in the saddle. It's been almost a month since we've been reporting from the palatial Turning Point Embassy here located on Capitol Hill. But we have returned. This is our triumphant return, Human Events Daily Studio. Today's headlines. A group of gunmen have killed at least 50 Catholics in a massacre at a Catholic church in southwest Nigeria. We're going to break that down and the political implications of that next. Elon Musk threatening to back out of the Twitter deal, taking legal action if fake account data isn't disclosed. Next, Texas lawmakers bringing a bill forward to ban minors from drag shows. Not sure why that isn't law already. And finally, New York Governor Kathy Hochul restricting gun ownership to 21 and older and decreeing that social media networks must monitor and report, quote unquote, hateful conduct on their platforms. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. So what you're seeing there is the brutal aftermath of this situation. It was a terror attack, most likely by Boko Haram or other insurgents, terrorists, jihadists, on a Catholic church, Pentecost Sunday. Those people are now martyrs. Reports say as many as 50 were killed in this. And so I took to Twitter to, number one, of course, offer my condolences and prayers for the people of Nigeria the Catholics of Nigeria, the believers who are standing up and continuing to go to church even in the face of this terrorism. But I also pointed out something. And I pointed out the fact that gun ownership is severely regulated in the country of Nigeria, right, for the plebs, for the regular people. And I was making the point that armed security at the church is what's needed given this situation. That tweet that I posted got so much heat 
from people all across the political spectrum, but particularly on the left. People saying, how dare you use this to score political points? This has nothing to do with your agenda. This is why are you uh, bringing this up? I said, hold on a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. You're the people who said that all conservatives ever want to do is offer thoughts and prayers and never want to offer solutions in the wake of one of these horrific tragedies. Okay. Well, here's a solution. Arm the churchgoers. There are churches here in the United States, synagogues as well, where people have armed security mosques, right? And what they do is you've got churchgoers that come in, they have their CCW, their concealed carry. You also occasionally have people who choose to work on a rotating basis as the person who's guarding the door. We saw this happen in Texas, where there was an active shooter who was taken out in something like five seconds because the hero, Jack Wilson there, was able to take him out. He was a firearms instructor. He was locked and loaded, and he was ready to protect his church. All right? If you And then I saw people saying, well, this isn't the same thing as the United States because this was a terrorist attack, and therefore my point doesn't make any sense. I said, hold on a second. You mean to tell me that you know There are terrorists operating in your area, and you also know that these terrorists have a history of targeting churches. How does that not make my point stronger that you should actually have more heightened security and gun ownership at those churches if you know there are terrorist groups? Excuse me. It doesn't matter what the intent of the person is that's doing the shooting. All right. When you've got bullets flying in your direction, you need to, and I hate to say this, but guess what? We live in the real world. You need to send bullets flying back in the other direction or they are not going to be stopped. All right. I'm sorry that that is such a revelation and such a controversial stand to take, right? People are trying to bring up race. People are trying, I said, what? I, I want the people to be able to defend themselves. These are Catholics. These are my fellow churchgoers. I took my kids to church on Pentecost Sunday. I want my kids to be safe. I want everyone to be safe. And until people start taking this stuff seriously, instead of just saying, oh, thoughts and prayers and thinking that, oh, your government's going to do something about it, you need to take a stand. John Locke, I'll leave you with this, the quote from the great John Locke on self-defense. I have a right to destroy that which threatens me with destruction. I have a right to destroy that which threatens me with destruction. The right to self-defense is the positive expression of the right to life. Can't have one without the other. The Pizza Hut fallout continues. You know, seriously, this thing has been trending almost every single day for like the past five days since Pizza Hut has talked about going and pushing drag uh, drag school and drag classes through these books, through their Book It program for kids. And it feels like every single day, another major corporation or a baseball team, they're all going woke. It's getting insane. The leftist propaganda is all over the place. That is why Human Events Daily is proud to support 
Patriot Mobile, and we are joining forces with Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers, and you get the same great service, plus it's the same towers, folks, plus the peace of mind that you use your money to support free speech, life, liberty, and traditional values, religious freedom, constitutional rights, the sanctity of life. They have great plans that'll fit your budget, 100% US-based customer support team. You go to patriotmobile.com, use promo code POSO, you'll get veterans, first responders to save even more. You'll also get free activation. The link is in the description, patriotmobile.com slash POSO, patriotmobile.com slash POSO. Stop giving money to people who hate you. The link is in the description. Said another way, the number of real unique humans uh, that you see making comments on a daily basis on Twitter um, is above 95%. That is what they're claiming. Does anyone have that experience? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Really? Listen, I, there's a bridge I, I'd like to sell you, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know. <laughs> and, and so, also you can buy the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> Elon Musk, huge legal filing, a letter that he sent to Twitter saying, I think you guys lied about the number of fake accounts that you have. And essentially what that also means is that they lied about the number of real accounts they have. So. Uh, I want to make sure everybody understands this, that the issue isn't the amount of bots. The issue is the amount of real followers they said they have. So Twitter based its valuation and Elon Musk took their disclosure at face value as to what the valuation would be for the company based on their numbers that they sent to him. Now he's doing his due diligence and saying, wait a minute, I think that your bot number is actually higher, which means your real daily, monthly, average user number is lower. What does that mean? Essentially, what he's saying is Twitter lied, and it was a material false statement, and therefore, he should either A, be able to be out of, be out of his contract, or B, be able to renegotiate his contract and possibly get it for less money. Here's the problem, though. A lot of lawyers are pushing back on this, saying, look, you did sign that contract, and so you have to prove material fraud. High bar, very high bar, has not been done very much in the history of Wall Street when you've been in a buyout like this, where the court, because if this thing goes to court, which is essentially what they're talking about, so here's, here's the way it plays out. If this goes to court, Elon Musk walks out of the deal, then they sue him. There's that $1 billion fee that he's on the hook for, keep in mind, billion dollars cash, And that means he's got to sell a whole lot of that Tesla stock, which means that'll tank Tesla stock, which means that his net value will go. Because remember, his net value, all those those ones and zeros you see, right, that's all on paper because of his ownership of Tesla stock. Tesla stock goes down, his net value goes down. It's not the same thing as having hard assets. So if he starts converting to cash, he's going to see his whole net value go. I might even see the valuation of Tesla itself go down. What does this mean, though? This means potentially either A, he tries to walk, Twitter sues, it could be held up in courts for months, if not years, or they could come to a settlement and Twitter says, look, you know, we'll knock a little bit off the price, but you still have to do the buyout. But here's the new wrinkle. Remember, Elon Musk, Texas, Tesla, Texas. 
The Texas Attorney General, Ken Paxton, says, Today I am investigating Twitter for potentially misleading Texans, right? Elon Musk, Texan, on the number of its quote-unquote bot users. I have a duty to protect Texans if Twitter is misrepresenting how many accounts are fake to drive up their revenue. He wrote, To address this concern, Attorney General Paxton issued a civil investigative demand to investigate whether Twitter's reporting on real versus fake users is false, misleading, or deceptive under the Texas Deceptive Trade Practices Act, meaning that Twitter must turn over documents related to how it calculates and manages its user data and how these numbers relate to Twitter's advertising business. So what you have here is Texas's AG is coming in, swinging down from the rafters and saying, I'm going to stand up with Elon Musk. Now, obviously, Texas wants Elon Musk's business through SpaceX, right? They've got their spaceport in Texas. He's going to do, because of the amount of jobs that Elon Musk provides to the state of Texas, you know that it's in Texas' best interest to make sure that all of that still operates. And so Paxton's coming in now on behalf of Elon Musk. Guess what? That's the way the world works. And so the courts, depending on what venue you can get this in, and we don't know when we're sure, probably, by the way, that he will try, Elon will try to venue shop this the same way that Johnny Depp venue shopped uh, his defamation case against Amber Heard. Didn't work out so well for him in the UK, but he came to uh, court in Virginia and it did work out, right? That's what Elon's looking at now. So the question is, though, was Steve Bannon right when he said that Elon's going to try to walk from this deal? Guess what? It looks like that's exactly what Elon is trying to do. Get it for a lower value, but still become the owner. And he addressed a very important issue, which is one reason why I got so much support, and that is it cracks down on the scourge of human trafficking and especially focuses on protecting teens from being lured into human trafficking. Teens who are more vulnerable, who are perhaps more likely to be lured into this. Uh, and so, uh, for one, it ensures uh, that no one under the age of 18 is permitted inside a sexually owned business and no one under the age of 21 can work inside Governor, a sexually the, owned business. So this, pen, this ensures penalties? that we will have tools and strategies to make sure that we will be able to keep these young teens or people under the age of 21 outside of these sexually owned businesses. Well, Human Events is investigation into what exactly is going on in the state of Texas. There's something rotten in Texas, folks. That continues, right? And I know a lot of Texans. There are Texans that listen to this program who call me. They say, Posobic, Poso, something's wrong in Texas. We aren't like that. We didn't used to be like that. But the schools are changing. The government's changing. The county's changing. The judges are changing. We need to get the right people in office so that we can get our state back, get our culture back, and eventually, by the way, get our country back. So in that instance, you just heard Governor Abbott He said that kids aren't going to be allowed into these types of businesses. And yet this drag show, which was held for kids over the weekend, was able to commence. Well, hold on a second. If Governor Abbott says that it's against the law, why was this allowed in Dallas? Well, apparently, the local authorities there in Dallas have no problem with it because they think it's like a gray area between. Well, see, that's a that's a bar but it's holding the show. So it's not exactly designed for this type of business. It's just a bar holding a special performance, not expressly oriented in that. Like it's not a strip club, basically. Wow. 
even though people are stripping and are wearing lewd outfits while inside the bar. Okay. Also understand why kids are allowed in the bar to begin with. Well, you got Texas. At least finally, there's one rep who's willing to see sense or try to make some common sense out of this. Texas rep Brian Slayton has come forward. It's, and it's pretty simple. He says, look, we need to codify this as a law to make it very clear that even if you're not the type of establishment that is sexually oriented, but if you are a, I guess, regular commercial establishment, which is holding sexually oriented performances and content, then that is also prohibited for minors to be there. How sad is it, by the way, that this has to be codified into law in Texas, of all places, Texas, right? We're not talking about California, where obviously there would never be a law passed there. But in Texas, this is what's going on. That shows you how far our country has come, how far our culture has come from getting away from any. Remember, it's not the truth anymore. It's my truth. It's your truth. What is a woman, right? Whatever you identify, what is good, what is evil, you can't have good and evil if you don't believe in objective truth and objective reality. I'm going to say that again. You cannot have good and evil if you don't believe in objective truth and objective reality. Because if everything is subjective, then everything's relative. So you end up in a place where you have moral relativism. And if you have moral relativism, it becomes this whole oh, who's to say? Who's to say that that's wrong? Who's to say that that's right? That's how we got to where we are now. Remember, tolerance is not a Christian virtue. You can, you can read the Bible, you can read the New Testament, it's not there. But tolerance is the highest secular value today in the West. Tolerance. You have to tolerate everything. You have to tolerate everything. Christ never said to tolerate. Christ said, go and sin no more. I will take you as you are, but I will not leave you as you were. That's Christ. That's, that's biblical morality, right? This idea that there is good and evil, there are virtues, right? And you can find this in Aristotle. You can find this everywhere, Plato. But where you won't find is the word tolerance. It's not there. So what did Brian Slayton say? Rep Slayton, drag shows are no place for a child. I would never take my children to a drag show. And I know Speaker Dade Phelan and my uh, Republican colleagues would not either. I'll be filing legislation to address this issue in the new Texas legislative session. Folks, this shouldn't even need to be said. But again, this is the point of the movie we're in. It just keeps happening. Shots ring out, flags come down, and nothing ever changes, except here in New York. In New York, in New York, we are taking bold, strong action. We're tightening the red flag laws to keep guns away from dangerous people, and we're raising the age of semi-automatic weapons so no 18-year-old can walk in on their birthday and walk out with an AR-15. Those days are over. Those days are over. You hear that? Those days are over. And in the state of New York, we're now requiring social media networks to monitor and report hateful conduct on their platforms. Thank you, Senator Anna Kaplan, and thank you, Assembly Member Patricia Fahey. So there's Governor K. 
Kathy Hochul, woman who was installed in office. Keep in mind, that woman was installed. No one ever voted for her for anything. Yet she is now the governoress of the state of New York. She's signing these bills into law. She's the one making these decisions. And that's how democracy is supposed to work, right? Democracy, right? The people who love democracy also love having their unelected bureaucrats being the ones who make these decisions for everybody else. So now, in the state of New York, you cannot purchase a semi-automatic rifle if you are, uh, or I should say, until you reach the age of 21. Now, other rifles, shotguns are going to be available between those ages 18, 19, 20 until you reach your 21st birthday. But other than, and by the way, this is going to be something the left pushes, pushes across the country. They're going to try to make this 21 for everybody. You also saw, of course, that she's asking for social media companies to start monitoring social media more. Why? This is because they're trying to combine red flag laws, ones that are supported by people who claim to be conservative, like Dr. Oz. Now they want to combine that with government oversight of social media. So just I want, I want you guys to understand where this is going. This is starting in New York, but it's not going to end there. This is going to go nationwide, and you're going to see this pushed from the highest levels of government. And so I've saw some people kind of glibly saying, and I would say this too, if we're going to raise the age of owning a semi-automatic rifle, then um, why don't we raise the age to vote to 21? Why is it the same people that want you to be able to lower? Remember, these are the people who want to lower the age to vote to 16. So if you're 16 and you can, you can start to, quote unquote, participate in democracy, yes, for those out there, we're a constitutional republic, obviously, but I'm going with what they call it, right? They'll say you can participate in democracy fully at 16, but you can't join the military until you're 18, and then you can't even own a semi-automatic rifle, AR-15, or why don't you just get an AR-10? It's five ARs safer than an AR-15. Here's the way I look at it. If they come to ban AR-15s, then I'm just going to say that my rifle identifies as an AR-16. So you see, it's a completely different rifle now. It identifies as an AR-16. Well, how do you know? Oh, well, what is an AR-15 then? Look, they are pushing this stuff because they are destabilizing society. They think it's in your best interest. They think it's going to make you safer. They put safety as the name of everything. Well, you went safety, safety, safety first, right? We were just in Europe. My brother pointed out they don't have guardrails everywhere in Europe like they do here. They allow people to just jump in the lake, just jump in the river, go have a good time right in the middle of the city. You don't see that in the United States. We have a culture of over safety and we are giving the government more and more power over us. And that is it for us here, Human Events Daily. We are back in the saddle, Capitol Hill, powered by Turning Point USA. By the way, I want to say thank you to everybody out there who has been sharing this with your normie friends. We just had one of our biggest weeks ever. I think it was actually, I'll have to run the numbers on this, I think it was our biggest week ever just this last week. So I know you're sharing it out with your normie friends. We are racing up the charts, Apple politics, coming back towards the top yet again. So thank you for myself, for all the hard work, producer Mike, producer Shaw, producer Angela, Consigliere Angelo, who's holding down the fort today in Phoenix. But remember, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us to share this out with one of your normie friends and then leave us one of your reviews. What do we talk about this week? Gunmen killing at least 50 in a massacre at a Catholic church in southwest Nigeria. 
Elon Musk threatening to back out of the Twitter deal if fake account data is not disclosed. Texas lawmakers bringing a bill to ban minors from drag shows and New York Governor Kathy Hochul restricting gun ownership to 21 plus, decreeing that social media networks need to monitor and report hateful conduct on their platforms. But first, before we go, it's time for today's history break. Today, all the way back in 2002, U.S. President George W. Bush announced the new Department of Homeland Security to protect America from terrorist attacks. And I'd just like to say thank you to the Department of Homeland Security because it has now been 20 years without a... Right, guys? We haven't had a single terrorist attack in 20 years. Not, not one here in the United States or anywhere where the United States is involved. As a matter of fact... Oh, wait. Wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm just getting my ear here. Oh, oh we, have, we have had some. We've had a few. Turns out that making the government bigger didn't actually make people safer because we have a culture problem, not a government problem. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore. 